Hey there, welcome to the Agents of Revival podcast. If you're ready to be healed and take full accountability of your life by evolving into your best self, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Andrea Griffin Rogers, and I'll share with you winning steps as well as personal tips and anecdotes on how to go from brokenness to wholeness and from scattered pieces to inner peace. So come on in and join me on this healing journey and let's become whole together. Enjoy it. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you today? I pray all is well. This message stirs your faith, falls on good ground, produces good fruit in your lives. Today, we are talking about weighted glory. And um, I will say for anybody who's a new listener today, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for being intentional and disciplined about your healing journey. I'm so proud of you. Um, If you've missed the for returning listeners as well as new listeners you probably have may have missed the last few episodes uh i would strongly encourage you to read those episodes because it's been like building blocks um of a story that i've kind of been painting about understanding your assignment the alignment that you need with god and um and why operating in a place of balance is so important and so today we're kind of continuing that conversation and we're going to talk about weighted glory because you have to understand that all of these tools that I've been giving you, honestly, since the, the, you know, start of this podcast has been to help you be better equipped to handle the glory, the mantle that God, the purpose, the assignment that God has placed on your life. If you are new or even if you have been an uh, uh, ongoing listener and you don't feel like you know your purpose yet or you don't feel like there's like anything glorious about you, you would not be here today if God didn't have glory attached to your name. First of all, he is glorious. So therefore, there is going to be victory. There's going to be glory that comes from you. And so your job, if you don't know what your assignment is yet, if you don't know um, what you are called to do, what, why you are uniquely created is to go to the father and ask God, God, what is my assignment? What is my purpose? What have you called and equipped and designed me to do? How am I able to be an impactful influencer, an agent of revival in my life, in my community? Who am I meant to help? Who am I meant to um, be a spark of light in a dark place too, because we are all we are given the um the task in one of our anchor texts, which is Matthew twenty eight verse eighteen to twenty. We're all given that task to go out and make disciples of Jesus Christ, but we all have our unique skill sets and gifts and talents on how to do that. And so I don't know what your unique thing is that only you can do and you can do it well. That doesn't mean that you're the only one God ever gave that talent to. It just means that you have a unique way about doing it that others do not do it as. And so you got to go to the father to say, hey, God, you know, um, what is this unique gift and skill set you place inside of me? And then how do I use that to honor you, to bring you glory? How do I use it to change the trajectory of my family's lives, to change the, the way my life has been going? Like, how do I see glory out of my life? And he will give you that wisdom. But as it says in James 1, make sure that when you're asking him, you're asking him wholeheartedly. 
you're not asking him, but then still have um, a wavy sense of faith where you're trying to get it and seek it out in the world. You you have divided loyalty, God says. And so he's not going to give you your answer. But if you are fully seeking him wholeheartedly and asking him for this answer, he will give it to you. I promise. <laughs> because he did it for me. And so um, I'm going to pray at the end. Today, I want to talk about weighted glory because, again, when you understand your purpose, you understand your assignment, you understand the importance of balance, you're going to need that for the glory that's attached to your name. There is weight. You know, think of it like um, like weights in a gym. And the more heavier weights are put on, the more stronger person needs to be to lift it. Not everybody can lift the heaviest weight that's in the gym. But some can. Why? Because they have trained for it. They are built for it. And they are equipped for it. Not everybody is equipped to do the same assignment. I give practical examples of spiritual principles. And so the weight that's on my name for me to give God glory, the weight that's attached for me to lift may not be the same weight that's attached for you to lift. But God does have a weight limit that is perfect for you to lift. But it is not about you lifting it in your own strength. It's about you going to the Father and allowing his power to work through you to help you lift it and carry it so that you can do it well. Because if a bodybuilder, for example, lifts a particular weight that they may be able to sustain in lifting it and showing it off that, hey, I can lift this weight. But if they hold that weight for too long in their own brute strength, their arms are going to get weak and tired. They may injure themselves holding that weight for too long. And so they eventually got to put the weight down. But God has victory, glory attached to your name where the weight that he puts on you, you'll be able to carry and never get tired. Never feel like you got to put it down. The only times that I've seen in my life where, and heard of other people's lives, where you... um need to put the weight down is when God has shifted the assignment. But, excuse me, but even in him shifting the assignment, he never shifts the purpose. He just shifts the the way the plan is going to work out. And so when I first started this journey of ministry, I first started with a um, a public blog called ajeezlife.com. And, and I did that for several years. Until God said, now it's time to shift into another form of public ministry where you're going to speak in front of uh, small groups. Now, I had never done that before. I wasn't comfortable with that um, because these these were people I didn't know. And so here I am speaking in front of people I didn't know, but that's what God called me to do. He shifted the assignment. But before he shifted the assignment, it got to the point where carrying that weight of the blog got heavy. Now, the first couple years, it was fine. It was cool. It was light. It was easy. But then in that last year, it got heavy. And that last year, ironically enough, and there's no coincidence with God, was during COVID. And it just was like, okay, okay, this is, I don't know how much more I could do this, God. But I still kept doing it and praying at the same time to find out, okay, God, are you shifting me? Is this time? And then when God gave me the revelation, the clarity, the instruction that, yes, it's time. My alignment has shifted, therefore operate in a new form of balance. Go where I'm giving you a new weight to lift. 
you're still in the same purpose. But again, the assignment has shifted. That's when I stopped the blog, closed that down, and then went into small groups and teaching in that capacity and ministering the gospel in that capacity. Still doing the same thing I was doing on the blog. It's just that now I'm speaking orally. And then when the small group shifted, then God said, okay, you know, um, he closed down some of the small groups and he said, okay, now you're going to only tend to this particular small group while doing the podcast. And so, okay, then I tended to the one um, small group while starting the podcast. But every single way along the journey, God has shifted the weights because he understands what you can carry better than you can. And so you can't keep going in things with your own strength. That's why I keep teaching you about balance, balance, balance. It's so important. You need it to do all things well. It is one of your biggest weapons against the enemy. Because as long as the enemy can keep you weighed down with weights that God never intended for you to carry, then you can never carry what God intended for you to to, to sustain. That's a word. That's good. <laughs> Come on, somebody catch it, man. This is a good word. As long as the enemy can keep you boggled down to assignments that God never placed in front of you, that God never told you to do, to keep you um, saying yes to every single thing that comes across your plate, even things that seem good but but aren't God, then he can keep you distracted from the things that are of God that God really wants you to attend to. And so, therefore, you'll be operating out of his alignment. Therefore, you're not operating in his glory. You're doing everything in your own strength. But God has glory attached to all of us because there's a reason why we all are here. We all see it. You could turn on your news and see that there are so many problems in the world. And while people are praying to God to fix the problems, God is saying, I have given the solution already. The solution is you. The solution is I. The solution is our brothers and our sisters in the world. The solution are people. God never created houses and cars he created people and gave them ideas gave them innovation gave them strategy and creativity to then go out and create it and so the problems that we see in this world today there can be glory on the other side of the problems if we uh, choose to take on the weight that God placed on our lives this is why it's very important to know your purpose and assignment from God so that you can operate in that field. Because there are people waiting for you. What God had to show me before um, he called me. And then even as he's been calling me. And equipping me every step of the way. With each way he put on me. Is that there are people behind you Andrea. You can't stop. You got to keep going. There are people that have been waiting for you. To get to this point. That have been waiting for you to jump into this assignment. They've been waiting I can't tell you how many times God has shown me visions and not even just vision and dreams, but I've heard other people, um, you know, release a word over my life that, that have been, um, saying the same thing. Like there are people waiting for you and I'm saying the same thing to you. There are people waiting for you. I know you feel like right now your life is just you yourself and that's it. And you got your own problems to focus on or whatever. But God says you will never see the full glory that I have for your life. You will never reach the full level of, of potential that you have, of victory that you can carry if you keep focusing on only yourself. But when you shift that focus of yourself, even the problems that's going on in your life, to find out, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me in these problems? I promise you it's strategy to help you solve the problems that somebody else is having. 
Every problem that we face in our life is a problem that somebody else is having. And God is trying to give you solution. He's trying to give you strategy so that you can be the answer to the problem. So that you can be the solution to help other people. The, the reason how we even have the technology that we have today is because somebody thought about it and thought, wow, how can we solve this problem? How can we help more people have access to the Internet? How can we have help more people have access to computers, make them more affordable? How can we have um, more people have cell phones? Make them less bulky <laughs> and make them more fun and enjoyable so that not just business people will have cell phones, but that even your average teenager will have a cell phone. Because we've made it more useful. Every problem in the world. God's looking for the people to step up and solve it. Because he's already birthed the solutions in the earth. It is our job to then go to the father. And ask him. What is it in me that I'm meant to solve? What's the problem? And part of it. Many of you probably know it and don't know it. And what I mean by that is you probably sense that there is one area that just irritates you so bad. That's the area that God wants you to deal with. For me, one thing that's always bothered me is brokenness, is hurt, is hurt, is pain, is suffering. But in particularly, um, people who have nasty, negative, bad, bitter, evil, vindictive, abusive traits, personalities, and trying to understand why are they like that. That's why I went into psychology, trying to understand why are you like that? What happened to you? Why are you so mean? You weren't born mean. You weren't born evil. You weren't born abusive. You weren't born nasty. You weren't born vindictive. You weren't born shady. You weren't born sarcastic. Something happened to you on that journey to get you to this point. I'm seeing the fruit, but there's a root somewhere. And so because that gets under my skin so much, as y'all probably can hear in my voice, <laughs> because that get under my skin so much, God says problem meets solution. I told him a message about that earlier this season. Go check it out. He says, "I've you you see the problem, but I've already given you the solution. You're meant to solve it by tapping into your own healing so that then you can learn the principles needed to help other people heal. Because again, they you're dealing with the fruit, the reality of what you see today, but it started somewhere, which is the root. And the only way you're going to help other people find out the root of their problems, find out the root of why they're so the way they are today, why they're not healed is by you healing the root of your issues yourself. So that you can then change the fruit that others can then see the result of the work you've done privately. So God did that in me. So there's something in you that bothers you so badly. For some people it could be, and I've even heard people, you know, talk about this on the news. Um, you know, when I'm passing by in the gym or something like that, um, or even just random conversations, you know, people want somebody like, for example, in the city I'm in, it's a big homeless population. And so you got, you, you real passionate about the homeless people and you got a lot to say about the homeless people and, and what they need to do to solve their problems. And you feel like you got all the answers, but you're not operating in that answer. So you're sitting here complaining instead of realizing that God has given you the tactical advantage to see a solution that they cannot see. 
And so your job is to then jump into the problem and give the solution, fix the problem. Not to then keep talking about it. There is weighted glory attached to us. There's a weight God wants to put on us all. But we got to be willing to step into that and let God strengthen us on the journey to carry the weight. There are people waiting for you, my brother, my sister out there. There are people waiting for you. Hear ye, hear ye. You got to get into position. This entire season, I've been teaching about being a kingdom ambassador to help you get into position because there are people waiting for you to step into position with the answer to the problems. They can't see it as clearly as you can because God allowed you to see it clearly to be the solution so that you will step out on faith and help so that you will step out on faith and start that business so that you will step out on faith and write that book. So that you will step out on faith and write that manual. So that you will step out on faith and create that in, uh, invention. So that you will step out on faith and do what he's calling you to do. You are the solution. Stop looking at the problem. And ask God, how do I take this problem that irritates me and turn it into a solution that not only gives me peace, but then helps other people get the resolve that they need. And so I have some scripture to give to you. Give me a second, take some water and we'll jump into scripture. And so you guys know, I've talked before on, um, these few people, but I want to, um, share with them again. Uh, judges chapter six, we look at the life of Gideon. This is, this is where it starts. The life of Gideon is being introduced. And he's called to be Israel's new judge and also a mighty hero or warrior in um, the army. And at the time when he's called Israel, the Israelites are doing evil, um, but they're also being oppressed by um, the Midianites and the Amalek people. Um, and so they are crying out to God for help. Just like we see today in the world, there are people suffering everywhere and they're crying out to God for help. And God is saying, I've already sent help. It's over in that person. And so that person in particular, the story is Gideon. But add yourself. There are people crying out in the world for help with a particular problem. And so add your name, Bob, Sean, John, Peter, Paul, James, um, Trey, Charles, Sarah, Elizabeth, Rebecca, you know, Chris, Pamela, um, Rachel, whatever your name is, put your name in there. God's saying, you see the problem and I've given you solution. And you may say, well, Andre, I don't know the solution. Go to God. <laughs> James one, go and ask God for that wisdom and sit down with him. He'll give you the solution. And like I said, the Habakkuk uh, chapter two, verse two. He'll give it to you and he'll say, write it down plainly on a tablet so that runners can take it and run with it. What that means is that there are going to be other people that are going to come and help you. He's not going to just have you be the only answer, but he has you be the solution to start it, to write it down, to begin. And as you begin, he sends others on the journey to help you. I've told you guys before, you may hear me all the time on this podcast, but I am not the only person that's a part of this ministry. 
There are others that are part of my team. You don't see them. You don't know who they are. But they help me out. Because I can't carry all this weight on my own. They help me out in other aspects, whether it be they're helping me out handling some legal things for this uh, ministry and this business or they're helping me out um, with the prayer ministry, making sure that, you know, those that ask for prayer, that they're being prayed for and their their needs are being tended to, that those that need the daily encouragement are getting their daily encouragement. And for those that's like, well, I want to be a part of that, email me. You could join it by emailing me at, at at Andrega from Rogers at gmail.com. If you look in the description of whatever pat, uh, excuse me, podcast platform you're listening on, you will see it in the description. Just click the link at Andrega from Rogers at gmail.com, all one word. And you can email me your prayer requests. Email me and my team, rather, excuse me, your prayer requests. Um, you can either be specific about what you want prayer for, or you could just say, hey, I'm just asking for prayer. You know, here, my name is so-and-so. Please pray for me. Okay, and we'll pray for you. If you have a question um, or concern that you want to bring up to me, I'll, and, and you want me to either respond privately or even talk about it publicly um, here on the podcast, email me or on a video, email me. And I'll respond back. Or somebody in my team will respond back. But I, I try to be as... um direct with it myself so that I'm responding even my team will send it to me to say hey can you respond to this so you know you'll still get me in some form you know but you can reach out you don't have to do this alone God always sends help even when we look at the disciples Jesus sent the disciples out two at a time he didn't send them out by themselves because he understood that the journey the weight of this glory is going to be too heavy for you by yourself. So I'm going to send somebody to help carry it. That's why even the Bible talks about being equally yoked. Because a yoke is, is like a barrier. It's like a, a, a rod or a wood that's that's um, put between two particular animals of the same species. So that they can walk the same way. In the spiritual and the natural, God says anything to us. Be equally yoked with somebody who can walk the same way so that you may agree. Because how can two walk together they do not agree? The Bible says, and so it's important to, you know, just start where you are, even if you're not yoked with anybody yet, because as you move, God will yoke you himself to somebody else is going to help you. And that may come from people, you know, or may come from people you don't know. You don't know (laughs) who God is going to use, but your job is just to start. And so as the Israelites are praying and crying out to God in Judges chapter six for this help, God says, well, let me go to the person who I, I gave the solution to, Gideon. Now, when he encounters Gideon, Gideon is like, what you talking about, sir? Like, literally, it says in the word, if you go with me to Judges chapter 6, verse um, verse 12. It says, um, the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and said, mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Or mighty man of valor, the Lord is with you. Or the Lord has favored you. And so verse 13, Gideon responds, says, sir, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Um, didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt, but now the Lord has abandoned us and headed us over to the Midianites. And so the Lord responds. He doesn't even direct him, direct the, uh, the questions. He changes it. He shifts it and says, go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you.
Do y'all hear that? Gideon is so worried about the problems and he's complaining to God about the problems. And God is saying, you are the solution. I am sending you. Go with the strength you have. Just start where you are. Go with the weight I've placed on you that I know you can carry. And as you carry it along, there are going to be more people coming. But for right now, you just go with what I have given you already. And Gideon's response in verse 15 is like, but Lord, you know, I hear him whining. But Lord, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh. And I am the least in my entire family. Because that's how we sound when we talking to God about the problems. You're whining and complaining about the problems. And why glory cannot possibly come from this disaster, this trauma, this tragedy, this this trial that has happened in the world or in your life or community. And God is saying, I have already called you the solution. I'm telling you to go. I am sending you. Go the strength you have. And so he then reiterates to um, to Gideon, I will be with you and you will destroy the Midianites as you as if you were fighting against one man. What, what he's saying is you will see glory. You will see victory with the weight I put on you. Just go. Just move. Just push through. Don't push through in your own strength because you're not going to your own strength. I am sending you. Therefore, I will be with you. Just go. Just do what I'm telling you to do. And so continuing on the text, um, you know, going a little bit further, Gideon eventually does go into war. He defeats the Midianites, but a few people, um, you know, run away from the battle. And so he has to completely destroy everybody because of the instructions God gives him to destroy everybody. But even as um, he goes into war, Gideon first thinks he needs all this stuff. This is in Judges chapter 7. He says, like, oh, I must need, like, over 22,000 men with me to, to go fight. But 22,000 men didn't come. Only 10,000 came. And even with that, the Lord says, you got too many people with you. Hold on, Shelly. Okay, what you mean, God? Like, how I got too many people with me? I'm going into war that you told me you, to go into. But God basically says, I don't want you to go with that many people because if you go with that many people, you will see victory, but you'll give your own self credit. That's why I love God. God will put on us, irritate us with a problem that seems too big for us. That's why most people get the, the uh, excuse as to why they can't do it because it's too big for you. But that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, um, not the solution. That's the whole point. <laughs> that's the whole point. It is too big for you. That's why God says, I'm going with you. Don't go through the door without me. I'm going with you. I'm sending you. Therefore, I will be covering you. I'll be protecting you. I will be providing for you. And I have people that I'm going to have yoked to you to help you plow the field, to help you deal with the problem. Your job is just to go first. And as you go along, you'll see that there are people behind you coming up they they are happy they've been waiting for you happy that you finally stepped up to the plate just go and then don't worry about the things that you don't have what you have is what you need that's why he said to Gideon in Judges chapter 6 go with the strength you have that means go with the resources you have I've given you what you need so far to start I know when I started uh, ministry I felt like I didn't have everything even when I started the podcast I felt like I didn't have everything I needed but God said just start and when I started with what I had which I found out all I needed was my phone 
and some ear pods or some headsets and most cell phones. I, I'm an Apple girl, so I'm going to just speak about Apple. I don't know about any other phones, but Apple always has ear pods. Um, but not, they're not ear pods. They're headphones. They always have headphones in their phone boxes when you buy a new phone. And so I at least had that. I had a headphones, the microphone on it that came with my cell phone. And so I got some ear pods. And so I used that to record the podcast in the very beginning, back in season one. Until as I started the podcast, maybe a few months later, like God immediately sent resources. A few months later came in the mail. Actually, it wasn't even a few months later. Let me rephrase that. I started the podcast when God told me to start the podcast. As I was doing that with the limited resources I had of just the phone and the headset, God had already spoken to somebody else who's a part of my team that I didn't even know. I didn't even ask them. I didn't pray them. I didn't even tell them what was going on. I just started the podcast and then started sending it to them. But they had already, before I started the podcast, were being heard a word from God to buy the equipment I needed. So you see, God will send you what you need if you just get going. You don't know it's, it's coming. You don't know it's on the way. God says, just start. Gideon did not have 22,000 men willing to fight when he first was called. When he first was called to the assignment of, of go into war, go deliver the victory. And Judges chapter 6, if you read it on your own time, Gideon was threshing wheat. He wasn't even on the battlefield. He wasn't even preparing for war. He wasn't even training for war. He was threshing wheat, basically doing farm work. And God said, go. And then as he was obedient to go along the way, many warriors came to fight. And so he wound up having over 22,000 people there willing to go to battle for him. But he wouldn't have seen that if he wouldn't have started moving. And so what is causing you to not move the way God sent you to move today? You got to start moving. There is weight attached to your name. There are people just like Gideon that are praying for an answer, praying for a solution. You see the problem, stop complaining about it and jump on board and jump in. Asking God for the strategy needed because he'll give it to you as he gave it to Gideon as he gave it to me. He even gave it to a woman named Esther in the Bible. So this is not just for the fellas out there. It's for ladies too. He even gave it to a woman named Esther in the Bible. To say, I've given you everything you need to go and speak up for these people. They're about to be massacred. Go read Esther um, for your own self, the book of Esther. But right now I'm in Esther chapter 4. And she has all the excuses in the world as to why she can't help. Now she's the queen. But yes, yeah, she does not even view herself as the queen. Because she was once a pauper. And so her mindset never shifted to realize that she is now in a position of being the answer, of being the solution. Basically, she still had the mindset of her lack, never realizing that God gave her the resources that she needed to be the answer to the problem. That he's already given her the glory. There's already weight attached to her name because she is queen. All she has to do is go to the king and then say what the problem is and he would do it. And he even says it when she does finally go to him. Ask me for anything and I'll give it to you. He even says it. But she was so afraid. Thinking that she did not have what it takes. Thinking that she was less than to handle it. And so I love what her uncle says to her. That kind of sparks a fire under her. 
in um, verse 13 of, of Esther chapter 4, Mordecai sent this reply to Esther. Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace living basically like the queen, that you will escape when all other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place, but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for such a time as this. What he's basically saying is for us today is that there is glory attached to your name. You got to carry this weight because God knew that you can carry it. You are the answer to a problem. You have the solution inside of you. If you don't step up to this plate right now, if you keep quiet, if you keep complaining privately and doing nothing publicly, deliverance will eventually come because God's going to use somebody else to step in where you wouldn't step in it. But you will yourself be defeated because you were not willing to step up to the plate. You will yourself will die in the, the mess that you're in. You will never see the glory, the victory that you were supposed to see because you were not willing to step up to the plate. God's saying, who knows if perhaps you were given the 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 um lavish place that you have, the finances, the resources, the job, the respect, the um pedigree, the title that you have right now for such a time as this. You have what you need to start. Wherever you are, wherever that thing is that God has on your heart, you have what you need to start. Just go in the strength that God has given you. Remember, I taught you yesterday, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, when Paul was talking about like he, you know, he's too weak right now. He has a thorn in his side. He can't do it. And the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for my power works best in weakness. You may feel weak right now. You may feel inadequate right now. You may feel, um... Like it's too much weight. But God says, don't focus on the things you can see when I'm giving you the word that I'm sending you, that you can do it, that I've given you strength, that I'm going with you. And since I'm going with you, I'm actually going ahead of you because God's already in your tomorrow than you are. Like I said, for me, before he even told me to, you know, go ahead and start the podcast, he was already speaking it to somebody else of the equipment I'm going to need. And they already started making the moves. So that only a few weeks after I started the podcast was my doorbell ringing of equipment. Didn't even know it was coming. Didn't ask for it either. You never know how God is moving on the other side of your obedience to say yes. Because you can't see the other side. But he steps outside of time and he sees what you need at the time that you need it. And so right now to just start, you only need what you have. Just go. And know that there are people waiting for you to step up to the plate. They're waiting for your solution. You are the problem solver. And so I pray this message lit a fire up under you, stirred you, stirred some faith in you, gave you something to think about. I pray that you take what you learned today and apply it to your life, that you pray to the Father for that wisdom, asking him, God, what is the strategy? How am I, how am I meant to solve this problem? Lord, you notice this issue bothers me so much in my family, in my church, in my community, at the job, around my neighborhood, in my city. This problem bothers me so much, God. Or it could be a problem that you see somewhere else. Maybe you watch something and you saw this problem in another country and it just keeps stirring on your heart. 
God is saying, it's thrown on your heart because you are the problem solver. They can't see the solution because they're in the mess, but you can. And so you got to get going. And so before I let you go, let me say a quick prayer. Spirit of living God, I did what you have asked me to do to release this word. I pray that it falls on good ground, that the enemy does not snatch the seed, but that it is able to produce good fruit in the lives of your children. God, I pray that those with ears will hear the Spirit of the Lord is saying, and that those that feel a little cloudy feel like they need more clarity feel like they need more understanding or revelation god that you will release it to them heavenly father i pray that those that um don't know how to solve the problem don't really understand the tactical advantage that you have given them god that you will release release that wisdom release that knowledge release that understanding for them release that revelation for them so that they can get going, so that they can get started. Father God, I pray that nobody that will hear this message will say, that's not me, and that they will walk away from the problem, but that they will step up to the plate and take on the full weight, the full mantle of your glory to do the assignment that you have placed on their life. And may they be fulfilled in the assignment. May they see their life renewed unlike any other because they are finally operating in the, the assignment, the alignment that you gave them, God. And I pray that as they go forward, God, that they stay in balance, realizing that you will give them the time and the rest needed to do all things well. That just because it's a big weight, it's a big problem, doesn't mean that they have to do it all in their own brute strength. Doesn't mean they have to be tired or weary in doing it because you will give them rest for the journey. And you will continue to replenish them every step of the way. And so I thank you, God, that we're going to get praise reports because people are going to step up to the plate and take on the mantle that you have placed on their life. They are willing to take on this weighted glory. Thank you, God, for the victory on the other end of their obedience to say yes. In Jesus' name I pray that the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Take care. Love you guys. Bye now.